When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. What's up? All right, mate. Good, mate. Uh, where were you this morning? Never met. So, just to let everybody know who's watching this uh, advertisement, or whatever you want to call it, uh, Coogan Cassius was supposed to be at my house this morning at 7:30. Now, what I was doing was, is I was taking the kids to school on the way to coming to Manchester for the press conference, and Coogan was going to come with me. Now, I woke up this morning. And I said to the kids, "Just to let you know, um, this geezer's coming with us to school," and they're like, "Who?" I went. Coogan Cassius, who's that? I went, he's a massive YouTuber, because you know they're big in this. And they were really excited, and you let them down. You blew me out this morning. What happened? So I set two, I didn't go out last night, stayed right. in. Watched a bit of Fifty Shades. On your own? Watched a bit of Fifty Can't Shades. Can I say, if you watch Fifty Shades on your own, you're a sad oh, fucker. Come on, mate. <laughs> I, it's a sequel, anyway. Right, okay. Okay. Anyway, so is, that, is that what life's like for a single guy? Yeah, you, invite, you invite girls around? No, that's not shades. what happened at all. <laughs> you smooth I set, fucker. I set two alarms. Right. One at 6.15, one at 6.30. That's the backup one. I didn't hear any of them. I got up at 7.20. Phone Darren. You're here, though. You're I here still before, got before me. Before well you. Yeah, well done. So, first interview of the new year. Mm. What's new about you? Last year, you were like... I'm ready, motherfuckers, and all this, and today you're... Uh, I'm still ready. I'm still ready. Um, I'm good, mate. I had a really nice little eight or nine days away. felt good. I'm a bit tired today because I have been in New York for the last two days. Doing uh, what? Uh, in meetings. Um, schedule meetings for the year. And more importantly, um, gearing everything up. Loads going on. So much going on. I mean, you're now sort of in the stage where March, April, May is now all in the works, all being done, and there is so many, so many things going on, spinning so many different plates, and so many decisions 
are coming like imminently on so many different things. So it's exciting times and I feel good. Um, next week in Miami is huge. You coming to Miami next week? Yeah, obviously for the views. Yeah. Are you doing that thing with us tomorrow? Have you been asked to do that? No. Put my foot in it there. What? What is it? I'm not sure you're invited yet. Go on. So I'm gonna we I it's got a team. Top, it's gotta be something big to top what I'm actually doing tomorrow. What are you doing tomorrow? Well no, go on, you okay. tell me enough. So look, when I tell you about it, you will literally it's so up your street. because you're, you're just you're such a um, clout chaser, that's the word, isn't it? View whore, you'll view be all over this. So this is what I'm doing tomorrow. So tomorrow I've we're launching this new show on Matrim YouTube channel. It's called Unscripted, right? And it's basically just going to be a studio with me, fighters, and uh, celebrities, athletes, whatever it is, who love boxing, who just want to talk boxing, right. right? People who I've noticed on social media have got loads of opinion about fights, about the heavyweight division, about social media, boxing, about prospects, everything. So tomorrow is the first one. So, Tony Bellew was gonna be on the panel, but can't make it, said a baby boy. So I was gonna replace him with you, but I'm not sure yet. So, we'll see. Well, so lined up, we have guests like, go on. Um, your mate, the comedian, Big Tom. Oh, Tom Davis? Yeah. We mate. have Wiley. When? You alright mate? Come on. What do you mean when? Tomorrow. We have Joe Weller oh. um, and others as well who, that's the first one. What time is this? This is at 11 o'clock in Wapping in the studio. I am with your golden goose tomorrow. AJ? Where? I don't want to tell people oh, where. Mate. Well, it's quite easy for me to find out. Yeah, you, you, obviously, I'll let you know, mate. Okay, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just send Listen, you a text. to be honest with you, I think you're the wrong guy for the job anyway, so you go and do the thing with AJ, and we'll bring someone in who's a little bit more knowledgeable. But I like it. It's going to be, going to be fun. Tell me about this at all. What, going to no, leave it's, been, it's been sort of under wraps, but tomorrow is the first episode being filmed. All right. I get a feeling we're going to have to pick this up afterwards, but we've got a little, we've got about 10 minutes, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think. Anyway. What's going on? I want a straight shoot with you. Cool. What's going on with Dylan White? Like, is it, what, like, what month and where is he fighting? Well, I this is one of the things that's all in the air. So right now you've got March 28, Usyk Chisora, hopefully. Hopefully. At the O2. You've got... Did you think about doubling up or not? Never not really, no. Then you've got like April 18, April 25 for Dylan White. And then you've got end of May, early June for AJ. But there are so many things going on. And everything's sort of venue dependent. So where is AJ going to fight? We want to do it in London. At Tottenham? Anywhere in London. What's your options? Have you got... Uh, Olympic Stadium. Yeah. Tottenham. Emirates also. Uh, Millennium Stadium. Wembley's not in play. But I'd rather do it in London. So we're looking at Twickenham as well, talking to them. So. What dates? You said end of May, start of June. Yeah, so you've got May 23, May 30, June 6. It'll be one of them dates. I mean... I don't like saying He's not fighting in Turkey. Look, this is the issue we have. I'll tell you all straight. Pulev wants as much money as possible, right? There isn't, like, the place that generates probably the least amount of money is the UK, right? But Pulev just wants to go to wherever the fight has the most value, obviously. AJ is 
not really bothered about how much money it generates. And obviously, you know me, I'm not motivated by money at all. Why are you looking at me like that? I no, don't know if you are or not, to oh, be fair. Go on. Of course, you, it has to, for any fire, it has to play into it. But what I'm saying is, AJ is not thinking, oh, I just want to go to wherever I can make the most money to fight Pulev. He wants to fight in London. He wants to do it in the UK. So Turkey has come from Pulev's team, who came to me and said, I've had interest from Turkey. So I said, look, go and explore it, find out the numbers, and we'll do the same, whether it's Saudi or... Nigeria or Congo or wherever, all these places that are in place. Is Saudi, was Saudi an option? Of course, they're into, they'd love every AJ fight. Um, but for us, that you know, it feels like the right step now is to come back to London, and that's what we want to do. So, but it's if Pulev will agree to that, and he might get to a stage where AJ would have to say, uh, "Look, it's in London, or I'm going to vacate the belt," which is a possibility. You may, you may see him vacate belts in this instant. Hmm. So, but. Really, in an ideal world, all the conversations with Team Pool have been very positive with Bob Aaron, with Mivalo, um, with John Work. We make the deal, we get the fight done, end of May, early June. So we can confirm it's definitely Pulev and not Usyk? Chronologically, yes. That's Pulev was ordered quite considerable time before Usyk, so right. that's the way it's got to go. We've still got to keep everyone happy, and what I've said to Usyk is, you, know, you will have a situation in place where you get Chisora and Joshua in, within your deal with us, and AJ's happy with that. And Usyk's happy with that? Yes, he is. He's For us now, it's more about the date for Chisora, and March 28th for us is the perfect date. How are you? You right? And... Uh, yeah, that's well, what we were. When you put out that post about Dylan White, which one? When you said, you know, meetings, we've had meetings, fight yeah, 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 yeah. You tagged in the O2 in that. Mm -hmm. Did I? You did. Okay. You tagged seven people in, like oh, right, Zone, okay. yeah. Matcher, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But the O2 just, was one of them. Just to get people talking, really. So there wasn't no subliminal message there? Not really. I mean, we'd, we'd, I'd like to do it. Dylan Have you got a date of the O2 in but, April? Uh, no. But okay. March 28th at that stage at that might stage. have been a possibility. So where could he possibly Manchester. fight? Dillian, I think Dillian White's next fight will be in Manchester. And the preferred date right now... Don't is, say the 18th. No, he's 25th or May the 2nd. Okay. No, because Warren's got a show on the 18th. You know me, I don't like to clash. We know that. We've never done it before. Um, so, so the 25th or the 2nd of May? Yes. Okay. But again, as long as Joshua goes June 6th. So if Joshua goes May 30. April, what, do you understand? Yeah, okay. All right, so this comes on to my next question. Billy Joe Saunders, okay, yes. and Canelo, mm -hmm. okay. Oscar De La Hoya came out the other day mm -hmm. and said that he's not a front runner mm -hmm. in this. Uh, he doesn't know where the story come from mm -hmm. to put Billy Joe Saunders forward. Mm -hmm. um, can you make comment on that? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if he is a front runner. The story came from the World Boxing News, who, like, you understand? People put stuff out that's not true all the time. You just ask me. Really, it's a simple way to do it. So he, Joe Gallagher, phoned me up and said, "Oh, I've just seen that Billy Joe's got the Canelo fight." We haven't had one conversation about Billy Joe fighting Canelo. We haven't had one conversation about Callum Smith fighting Canelo. Only that Canelo team said Billy Joe Saunders. Who and did they say this to? To Joe Gallagher, to me. We were all with him in. Um, in Dallas, yeah. you know, they're, they're the two fights we like. Now Murata's Murata, coming yeah. to the frame, and I think Murata's probably the front runner at the moment. But at the end of the day, and I said this to Joe Gallagher, you know, you've got to be careful what you say. 
because you, know, you don't have to be a puppet, but at the same time, one, one line that you say that pisses off Canelo or Oscar de la Hoya loses you to fight, right? So right now, we are at the mercy of Canelo, Oscar de la Hoya, these guys. They're the bosses in a Canelo situation. Just like if AJ was fighting you know, Pulev or, or he's looking for his opponent, Canelo's going to do what Canelo wants to do, and so and and Golden Boy. It's a bit different to that situation. What do you mean? Compared to Pulev, Pulev's a mandatory, so. No, but it doesn't matter. Still, you don't have to give him the fight. You know, it's the this this is exactly the same. We, these people, as good as they are, and as much value as they had, like Billy and Callum, we're waiting for the golden ticket, hmm. right? Like so, Rocky Fielding got a year exactly. ago. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, Danny Jacobs got that golden ticket, and hopefully. Callum Smith and Billy Joe will get that. They will at some stage. Whether they get it on Cinco de Mayo is another, is another thing. Are you just going to chuck them in together if neither of them get it? Very much likely. I spoke to Billy this morning. I spoke to Billy, he said, what's happening? I said, look, I think... What, is in their next fight? Yeah. I said, I think you're, you know, you're in the running to for the Canelo fight, but if you don't get it, we're not sitting still. There's Danny Jacobs, there's Demetrius Andrade, and there's Callum Smith. And they're the three fights for you. Good, no problem. When are you looking at? Probably April. Okay, great. Because we can't, we have to wait for Canelo, right? We have to. But we can't just be dumb and have no strategy and no plan and just in a, in a month's time get to see that they announce Murata and we're left holding our dicks, right? We have to be ready and we have to have a plan. And that's what we're putting in place for Billy Joe and for Callum Smith. And I'd love them to fight each other. I think it's the right fight. Just coming back to Dylan White, spoke to him the other day, obviously we know you put an offer out for Ruiz, um, there's Povetkin, he's talking about Manuel Char, how realistic is Char? Char, I don't know what he's doing, I mean he ain't fought for ages, I mean it gives you a version of the WBA regular title, um, I love the Povetkin fight. There's Who's the front runner? Povetkin, but there's been a lot of conversations in the last 48 hours with Heyman's guys and Andy Ruiz, I made them an offer to fight in the UK. Then I had a meeting with the zone where they loved that fight for the US. So I went back with a real chunky offer for Ruiz and it got everybody's attention. For so, the US though? Yes, for the US. So, Take all our stars out of England, man. Um, but Povetkin deal, deal is virtually in place. You know, if that's the route we go down. Povetkin in the UK? Yes. But would, so Ruiz not, would Ruiz not happen in the UK then after I you put this so. offer in? I mean, look, he wants a lot of money, and he didn't want to come to the UK for the Joshua fight. Um, where, where in America would you stick that? I'd stick that in probably Vegas or, or LA. Big fight. Not in the East. Fight. Possibly, in New York. Um, but, you know, you could see Dillian fight for Vecchi and Emery's. So, but, you know, the aim is still a world title shot, and uh, that's why we have to make sure with the WBC that we're in a great position to get the winner of Wilder Fury <coughs> one or two even if it has to be two so Joshua suggested the other day that I don't know whether before or after that you are going to put out an offer to Wilder there's been, no, there's, there's been no offer to Wilder what, what, what we know is is that so Joshua's comments that's what I yeah, want well, I think what Joshua's talking about is the fact that we have a lot of money in place to make AJ versus the winner of that fight in December. Right? Now, whether contractually we can, whether the others would accept that, we have to try to do that because 
ultimately, that's the fight that AJ wants by a mile. Right? What, the Wilder fight? 100%. Ahead of the Fury no, fight? Well, he wants the winner of that fight. Right. But he does really, really want the Wilder fight. He wants to fight Fury as well, but he really wants to fight Wilder. So, we'll see what happens. Whoever wins that fight, we will be making them an offer. And it's not even an offer, it's a partnership now. You know, Will you do that before or after the fight? After the fight? No, no not, not before. There's no, there's no... I mean, there might be some conversations, but um, let them get on with their promotion for that fight. And then the winner will sit and talk. They may just turn around and say, sorry, mate, we're doing a rematch, in which case, no problem. You six fights there and we'll do that. But we are in a position now where I think there's a deal that's so simple. I mean, when you talk about a 50-50 deal, it's not hard, is it? Look, this is the money we can bring to the table. Do you want to do it or not? So... But contractually, they might not be able to. I don't know the ins and outs of that. So, you know, I always like to kind of get your thoughts on the words of Tyson Fury every now and again and make some interesting comments over the last week that he says he's got three fights left in yeah. Wilder, Joshua and Dylan White yeah. thrown in there as well. Your thoughts you on that You never know with Tyson whether to take him seriously, do you? I mean, I like Cotton when he said, I'm going to MMA and I've spoke to Conor McGregor and we're talking about Conor McGregor. I've never spoke to him in my life. So... Um, if Tyson's being honest about that situation, great, brilliant. I love this. Joshua, we, we're kind of in a, I think what the Ruiz defeat did was show everybody we can't be too complacent, right? So for me, I want to see Fury Joshua so bad. You know, I want to see Fury Wilder, uh, Joshua Wilder so bad. So if it's there, let's not wait. You know, let's get that man. And I do believe Fury will fight Joshua. You know, he definitely ain't afraid to fight Joshua. And I think Fury's the kind of guy, as and with MTK and with Bob, that we could actually go to and do a deal. You know? And the other side, maybe not so. But now we're at a situation where we've offered Wilder and Tyson Fury 60-40 in the, in the past. Now... You'd offer them both 50-50. Yeah. They've, they've built their profile to a level. You know, they've got their fight coming up. We know they're struggling for tickets. They've called a second press conference on Saturday, which is madness. But it's still a big fight. But I believe that the only way Joshua is going to get that fight, when you look at the value and what the fighters are earning, it's not 50-50. But the only way you're going to get it is 50-50. So let's not fuck around. Let's just get it done. And I think the Ruiz uh, loss maybe has taken a little bit of arrogance, maybe away from me, where I'm saying, well, maybe we thought we're unbeatable. We lost, you know, we could have lost it all. Now, okay, it's much bigger than it ever was, but let's not be arrogant enough to lose it and maybe I was arrogant in the past but listen it's worked out well are you arrogant? no yeah no you're right actually no that was no, a silly thing mate so. don't be arse yourself yeah yeah no. he also said that he believes that Wilder would knock Joshua out in a couple of yeah, rounds but he said that uh, Charles Martin would knock Joshua out he said that Joseph Parker would knock Joshua out and he bet five grand on it or whatever he bet on it he said that Andy Ruiz would knock Joshua out in a rematch so he's never going to give uh AJ any credit you know and, and like well, when AJ, when he says things like oh yeah he you know he ran he ran all night against Andy Ruiz fuck me you ever seen Tyson Fury box you better hope that AJ don't run in the Tyson Fury fight no one will throw a punch who do you actually want to win that fight what AJ against Fury no Fury Wilder um, I want from a global fight perspective Wilder against AJ's massive but from a from a personal preference, from an individual, like, I want Tyson Fury to win. Two reasons. One, I respect him and I like him. And two, he's British. And I would never back against a Brit. 
in any form, whether I like him or I don't like him, because that's just the way I am. And I hope, I hope Fury does it. Map me out your 28th card, your dream 28th card on March. March 28th? Yeah. Usyk against Jezora. Yeah. Hergovic against um, Bacoli. Like that. Josh Kelly against David Avenisi. Yeah. Joshua Boatsy. Conor Ben against Johnny Garton. Along those lines. Okay. Alright, that's, that's a solid looking And let me tell you something now. Yeah, when we announce that show, if we announce that show, yeah. get your fingers ready, baby. Because that one is going faster than Usain Bolt. Yeah? 100%. When are you going to announce that then? Well, when we get it done. Yeah, but you said it's. Hopefully next week. Hopefully it's just week. the date. The, ver- the deal is is in place, pretty much. So, what are you doing with Katie Taylor in March around St Patrick's weekend or around that time? Are you doing anything with her? Uh, no, she's going to fight in April. Okay. She's going to fight Amanda Serrano. Okay. In New York. In, yes, in America. Okay, interesting. Now, the quarterback. Is he a quarterback? Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Has he got a few issues going on at the minute? He's got many issues going right, on. Right, okay. But spoke, that, to, spoke to his guys this morning, about an hour ago. So, where do you propose him doing that? Does it headline a card? Yeah, it's fucking... I mean, look, Antonio Brown against Logan Paul. For, for us, Brits, I mean, is that big? Like, this is massive. Massive. It's five times the size of Logan Paul against KSI. Because it just brings in a completely different audience. So, right now, DAZN are looking at that and saying, oh... I, don't, I think the zone only want to do one, you know, we say YouTube, he's now a boxer, but, you know, YouTube style headline card in 2020, and that would be the one. But Antonio Brown does want a large amount of money, and he does have a few issues, and he's trying to get a club as well. And if he gets a club, there'll be no fight. So it's a lot. There's that, that, that fight is a long way off. Well, right? what's the potential date for that for you? Uh, April 25th. Okay. Um... This card here. Right, let's talk about Quig Carroll. Um, what did you say to me on the phone the other day? I said, are you putting anything else on it? Yeah. But, I, but are you putting a... What's your chief support on this? Uh, we've got Huey Fury. We've got... Actually, I haven't announced yet that uh, there's another fight being added, which they're not here today because they're only doing this deal as we speak with Zach Parker against Rohan Murdoch for eliminator for the number one position okay. the WBO world title, which is going to basically be the mandatory for Billy Joe Saunders at some point in 2020 soon as well so that'll be on this card Huey Fury on this card uh, Scott Fitzgerald on this card Jack Cullen on this card uh, looks like Robbie Davis Jr. returning on this card Dalton Smith on this card loads going on um, and the main event which is just like I love it could get a bit feistier today it's going to be very feistier today Jono, Jono is a brilliant brilliant character and Quig is hilarious because Quig's never been the greatest talker of all time but he's bang up for this and basically I love this fight because their careers are on the line at world level now you've got John O'Carroll had a great fight with Tevin Farmer in Philadelphia close run thing Scott Quig former world champion at Super Bantamweight tried to unify the division against Carl Frampton uh, and has to win has to win this fight both of them have to win this fight style wise you know how Scott Quick fights you know how John O'Carroll fights it's going to be an absolute barnstormer ok Edward just sort of changing the subject a bit what did you make of the situation regarding Liam Cameron and Newcastle I don't really know a great deal about it what I heard is that he failed a drugs test for cocaine and got banned for four years 
pretty much, yeah. So, what do you think? I mean, I don't, I don't know enough about it other than sounds harsh. Um, I mean, again, don't do drugs. It's always a good, ex you know, example to a leave. A four-year ban when? No, I, I, I agree. That comparable to other I mean, instances. I think UCAD. I don't even think it's the ban. I just think it's UCAD. Like you, if Dillian White was guilty and tested positive, then he would have got a four-year ban. You know what I mean? I think Ryan Martin got a three-year ban or something like that for testing positive. So it does sound harsh for the substance. Uh, again, I don't know enough about it. It's always a good idea not to do it in the first place. Um, but UCAD's bans are extremely harsh. But isn't that what you want? The argument here is, well, it's not performance enhancing. Do you know what I mean? So people, on one hand, they're saying, we want bans to be harsh and long and, and deter you from doing drugs in the sport, which that kind of ban does. But on the other side, people are going, well, it was only cocaine. It's not really, a, you know, it's like you can't have it both ways. But with some substances like cocaine and like marijuana, where they're proved to not be specifically performance enhancing, should there be, a, I mean, I think that on, I think with VADA and stuff like that, I think sometimes those substances, are they even on the ban list in competition? You know? Marijuana, I don't know. Mm. But um, I don't really know enough about it, mate, to be honest. Have you spoken to, change the subject again, have you spoken to Amir Khan recently or not? Uh, I spoke to his lawyer the other day. Not really. I mean, Kelbrook, Kelbrook's firing. Firing. I saw his stuff with you the other day. I mean, he's in great shape, great condition. And I'm actually really curious to watch him in action. Um, on February the 8th. By the way, tickets going really, really well. If you haven't got your tickets for Sheffield yet, it's going to be a great crowd. Terry Harper's done a huge amount of tickets. Kid Galahad, Martin Ward added to the card, Dave Allen, etc. But Kelbrook, Mark DeLuca is a really good fight because it will tell us exactly where Kel's at. And he was quite honest in his interview with Umar. You know, if I'm finished, you'll see it on February the 8th because if I don't look amazing, I don't want to be in this sport anymore. But DeLuca is not a mug. He can really fight. And Ken Casey and the Irish boys and the boys out of Boston, they fancy this fight big time. Big time. And DeLuca's a fit boy. It's going to be a great fight. You did a little cheeky one to Bournemouth, haven't you? Yeah, we're looking at doing... I want to just do a few different things this year. Um, Chris Billum-Smith will headline a next-gen card in Bournemouth. I want to go down there. I mean, when was the last time Bournemouth had a televised boxing show? Have they ever had one? No. Probably not. So, um, but really, the next seven to ten days, you're going to see our March, April, and May all fall into shape, and uh, the jigsaw's coming together. Big show in Miami next week huge on a show. Thursday huge night. Show. Huge show. What do you reckon? Um, I, listen, I love the fight. I mean, Luke Keeler. Like, you have to understand. When I'm in America, people go. I mean. This Andrade fight, man, this is not a great fight. Luke Keeler, like, who's this guy? I said, look, I will, what I'll tell you about Luke Keeler is... Game as fuck. He'll be game as fuck. He'll stick it on Andrade. He's got a very good trainer in Peter Taylor. They're bang up for this fight. This is a dream opportunity for Luke Keeler. Yeah. And, Luke, and Demetrius better be on it. Do you know what I mean? Because Demetrius is under pressure to look good. Tevin Farmer against Jojo Diaz is just a brilliant That's fight. Go off as the well. build-up's going to be unbelievable. But I promise you this. Danny Roman against Akhmad Aliyev his mandatory challenger for the unified world bantamweight, super bantamweight championship is such a good fight I promise you like do not miss his card and give and against Jake that's Paul. the headline fight no mate. it's not the headline um, <laughs> that's going to be a great fight and I will say something about Jake Paul against Anderson Gibb 
10 ounce gloves, no head guards. It ain't going a distance. I love, I'm love. i curious to see whether Gibb can fight. Well. Have you seen Gibb? Gibb? I love Gibb. Gibb is not technically not great. Jake Paul can fight, by the way. Gibb is not technically great, but he's got plenty of arsehole, and he can whack a bit, and he has a right go, and I think someone's getting flattened. But I did say that last time. But it's going to be amazing. It's going to be an amazing week in Miami. Super Bowl when week. When do you go? Tuesday. Early Tuesday. The press conference is Tuesday, like five o'clock. Oh, I'm leaving Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know. It's going to be unbelievable. What's that Luka Lofkin? Uh, Still Luka? talking. I mean, uh, there's talks about a potential Kazakhstan fight as well. Okay. Um, Zara likely That's to be next. That's yeah, definitely. Yeah, mandatory yeah. challenger. That's likely to be next. Either April, looks like April the 11th is a possibility in Kazakhstan or in America. What's your card you're planning with that hooker and that? That could be April 25th. A lot of things you've mentioned for April no, 25th. If, if, if the Antonio Brown, to be honest, if Antonio Brown, Logan Paul does happen on April yeah. 25th, then hooker Progre would be co-main event on that. But if Antonio Brown, Logan Paul doesn't happen, we may still go main event with Hooker Program. I love that fight. I, lo- I love that fight. So we're trying to make that with Lou DeBella and, and um, Dino Duva from Rock Nation. Um, Luke Campbell against Javier Fortuna for the WBC world title as well. Um, and then can I just point out, February the 29th in Dallas. Yeah. Come back to a comedy, by the way, as well. Yes, yeah. February 29th in Dallas. Mikey Garcia against Jesse Vargas. Cal Yafai against Chocolatito. Julio Cesar Martinez against Jay Harris. Joseph Parker. Murat Gassiev. Israel Madrimov. Mate, this is an unbelievable Yeah, it's a bit of a banger to be fair. Unbe- no, not a bit of a banger. It's fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable card. Bit of a banger. More than a bit of a banger. More than a banger. Um, so, yeah. That's that. Akoli, Glowacki... Um, there are final negotiations going on for that fight at the moment. Where? Could land in America. Originally, we were planning March 28th. Um, again, this is all part of the, the puzzle, the Golovkin card, etc. But it's very likely that fight will take place in America. Hold on a sec. Ed, nearly finished. Mm. You didn't land Wilder Fury, bit of a signal for you, Sky? Uh, not really. We made a great offer. I mean, I think sometimes in this position, you know, BT had to match an offer. It's not. It's not an offer of what the fight could generate. It's a guarantee, mm. and I think Sky probably put a number in that meant BT couldn't make any money. So, you know, there's a lot of things, politics and chess moves. I would have liked it on Sky because I want Sky subscribers to have the best schedule. They already have the best schedule in boxing, and this is a big fight that we would have liked to get. BT have got it. You know, the structure of the deal now is different, and unfortunately for the, for the Wilder. Fury promotion, they won't make anywhere near as much money from the UK pay-per-view as they could have done. But all BT had to do was match the minimum guarantee. So they did that, they got the fight, good luck to them. Mm, absolutely, but um, the zone this year, big plans? Big plans, big plans, big global plans. Big global plans. What's um, any inkling about them coming over here? I think it's only a matter of time. You know, I think that the UK is a market they must be in. Um, Does that put you in a very awkward position? At some point, yeah. But, you know, we're happy where we are. We've been with Sky for a long time. We changed the game with Sky Sports, and, and Sky Sports were a huge part of that. We're a massive partner of theirs across many different sports. And, you know, it's well documented. We have a year and a half left on our contract, and we're in talks to, to extend that now. Mm. If I say to you, wave a little wand, Ed, you can have four fights this year, anything you want. Whatever you want, son. Joshua Wilder. Yep. 
Brooke Khan. Yeah. Strada Yafa. Once he beats Chocolate Eater. Yeah. I'll give you a few, few more. Go on. Well. Whack them out. Um, Julio Cesar Martinez against Inoue. Dillian White. I'd even say Dillian White, Andy Ruiz, to be honest with you, but Dillian White against Wilder. Um, I would like to make Callum Smith, Billy Joe Saunders. I would like to make Golovkin against Canelo. I would like to make. I would like to make Charlo against Andre. I would also like to make Danny Jacobs against Callum Smith and Billy Joe Saunders as well. Um, I think we'd go on all day. So there. Lucas Brown and Tom Little? Is that no, Lucas, Brown, Lucas Brown's fighting Otto Wiley. Yeah, I heard yeah, that. Yeah. So Gerald Millet's... Simon Top Rank, yeah. On a co-promotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your thoughts on that? I mean, he couldn't have tried any harder to get us to sign him. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Oh, he did come to you and oh, wanted mate, to... Beg, like, he didn't want to go with anyone else but me. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because... And, and it's, it is a bit frustrating because there's so many big fights I could have put him in, but I just couldn't do it. Like, even but, me, I couldn't But do why? But why? Because he failed three drugs tests. But to people have failed drug tests on your cards yeah, but, before. Yeah, but they have at least served a ban or gone through a process. What's... what's Go on, what's who? Well, what, I don't know what the situation is. He's not banned from anything, is he? Or he That's what I'm saying, but there's never been a ban. He hasn't served the ban. And for me, he fucked me. It's not even about the ban. He fucked me. You know, I, we had a massive fight going at Madison Square Garden. Joshua against Miller great fight and he fucked me he he you know and then Ruiz but listen it all worked out lovely in the end don't get me wrong but well kind of look you, people criticise me when I put a guy on the card who failed a drugs test three years ago and served the year ban right so what am I going to get if I sign Jarrell Miller interestingly top rank announced it no one even moaned but, but I think know. people would have just got over it wouldn't they like they do with every other situation yeah maybe maybe but I made the decision not to do it. I was trying to be morally correct. Maybe, maybe no one gives a fuck. Ed, just you're not. Last year, I watched the interview last night. Actually, which one? That's why I was late. The one, our first one of 2019, and you were like, "Look it on." But I'm today good, you're a I'm bit good. like, I'm, I'm, I'm still pissed off with you. Because, to be honest, mate. I got, I got home last night at midnight. I woke up at five o'clock this I'm morning. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so. sorry. It was poor form today. Yeah, yeah. But I, I still got here before you. Yeah. Um, all right, have you got anything else? Any well, you know, anything you want to say to the fans? Oh, tell the fans. No, no, the fans I love. I love the fans. And uh, I'm looking forward to a massive year. I think maybe the reason that I'm not 100% firing is because I've got a million things in my head that are just slotting into place for March, April and May. We're all sitting here on the edge of our fucking you will seats, be. You will be, but one thing is for sure, mate. You will only need the fucking edge of your seats for this schedule coming up. How many pay-per-views will you have this year? This year? Five. Five? Five, six max. Joshua will take be up two. be between four and six. Who sits you, Joshua? Joshua takes two. Dillian, Dillian maybe. Takes a couple. Billy Joe Callum, uh, Billy Joe, Billy Joe Callum Smith. Uh, Brooke Khan. There's loads available. I love a pay-per-view show, mate. I've you got do, to admit. Well, just for the stick? I, no, not because of that. Forget that side of it. But when it's pay-per-view, it's like, you, you know you've got to deliver. <laughs> you know you've actually got to do some fucking work. So you, work. you don't like Saturday nights? because No, no these little this is a little cheeky one for, cheeky. Yeah, for uh, March the 7th. Um, but no, pay-per-view shows. Bring them on, mate. Good.
Right, I'm going to get a coffee. Go on then, thanks, mate. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.